Hey everybody, welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. The Christianese phrase we're exploring today is the idea of just have faith. What does that really mean? What is faith? What are we supposed to have faith in? I hope that you guys are enjoying this series as much as I am enjoying making it. It has been really interesting to me to kind of take apart these Christianese phrases, figure out where they're coming from, how did we start saying them, are they actually biblical, etc., etc. I'm really enjoying it, and I hope you guys are too. Today we're going to talk about the idea of just have faith. And this is something that gets said to us usually when we're going through a trial, something that's troubling, something that's difficult. Somebody will come up and be well-meaning and well-intentioned and tell us, just have faith, just have faith, just have faith. Okay, thanks. Um, not exactly helpful in the moment, but I'm, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying. Once again, guys, these Christianese phrases are often said by well-intentioned, kind people who are trying to encourage us. The problem is they are spiritual bypassing. Telling somebody to just have faith when they're in the middle of a crisis is kind of a nice way of you just being able to give them an answer and then move on. It's uncomfortable to know what to say in the middle of that kind of a hard circumstance. So we'll just tell them, oh, just have faith. And then we can feel like we've did something spiritual and we can move away from that awkward, uncomfortable situation. The problem is that phrase doesn't really help anybody. Like, what does faith even mean? What are they supposed to have faith in? What are we really even saying to somebody when we say just have faith? The idea of just having enough faith to get through something or to actually make your circumstances change, have enough faith to be healed, have enough faith to be wealthy, have enough faith, what all this stuff is, usually comes from a very prosperity gospel kind of mindset. The idea that God wants us to be happy and healthy and wealthy. And if we have enough faith, we can make that happen. And that's really not biblical. Like it is not in the Bible. Yes, there are verses that talk about if you have enough faith, you can move this mountain. If you have faith inside of a mustard seed, the idea of you ask anything in Jesus' name, it could be done for you. All these are things that are in the Bible, but are they actually biblical in the way that they get used? And the answer is no, they aren't. The Bible is many things, you guys, but it is not a magic book of formulas and spells that you can use to twist God's arm. We can't just rip verses out of context and think that they mean promises for us here in America or wherever you're listening to this podcast in 2022. We can't do that. It is not good hermeneutics. It is not an accurate way of reading the Bible. So what do we really mean? When we tell somebody to just have faith, well, I can't speak for everybody, but as I think about that phrase, it really is connected to a lot of other things like if you have enough faith, these good things will happen to you. And unfortunately, the opposite extreme of, oh, bad things happen. You did not have enough faith. That's your fault. You did not have enough faith. And so therefore these things have happened to you. I think I may have told the story before, but it just gets me every time. And it might be new to you. There was a lady in our town a few years ago and her oldest son got cancer. 
And it was a very aggressive form of cancer that really didn't have a cure. And she prayed. She was part of kind of a faith healing church. And her church prayed and everybody prayed and they had prayer vigils and they claimed the blood of Jesus and they claimed the stripes of Jesus and they claimed all kinds of verses out of context and they prayed and they prayed and they prayed and her son died. And I remember that I was just horrified just kind of by the whole process, really broken by the Christianese way of how things went down. But then like a year later, I realized that not only had he died, but he had died on Christmas Eve. And I remember like just kind of talking to the Holy Spirit about that and like, wow, that's really harsh. Like that is really harsh. And I got two words back from the Holy Spirit and they were severe mercy. And that one breaks me every time, just thinking about this whole idea of the faith healing. And if you have enough faith, you're going to be wealthy and healthy. And not having enough faith causes these bad things to happen because this poor woman was broken. And she really and truly thought that because she didn't have enough faith, her son died. And I'm not sure how you could have more faith than she had. Guys, what does scripture say about this? Because it appears to say more than one thing, and they're kind of opposite. When I look at when Jesus was here on earth, there were three different categories of people that I found that got healed or didn't get healed. Some people were healed because they had faith. Like it was very clear. Jesus said this Your faith has healed you. Because of your faith, you are healed. Like he, he mentions their faith. Some examples would be the woman with the flow of blood who came up behind Jesus and touched the hem of his garment and the power went out from him and he turned around and said, your faith has healed you. That's kind of crazy and wild. There was a Gentile woman who came to talk to him and he said, I'm basically, I'm here for the Jews first. And she said, even the dogs get to eat the crumbs of bread. And he said, wow, I've never seen such faith in all of Israel. You go, you know, your request basically has been granted. There was the man who was paralyzed, whose friends brought him to Jesus. And Jesus heals the man and talks about his friend's faith because they had so much faith. There's also many times that Jesus heals people and no faith is mentioned. There's many times it talks about he heals the crowds. The crowds were brought to him. The lame, the sick, the blind, the deaf, those with demons were brought to him and he heals them. Never mentions faith. There's a woman in a synagogue, Capernaum, in Luke chapter 13. And she's bent over and Jesus just sees her and heals her. Never mentions faith. There's other times that only one person gets healed. This is the other group. So there's those with faith, those that don't seem to have faith mentioned, and then the people that aren't healed. Jesus is at the pool of Bethsaida and there is a man who's been laying there for 38 years. He's crippled and he can't get into the water where people occasionally get healed. And The entire pool surrounding the pool is filled with people who are wanting to get into the water and be healed. And Jesus heals the one guy. And that's all that's mentioned. So there's people who are healed, people who are healed because of their faith, and people who are not healed. Guys, it's so tricky to me because it clearly shows in scripture that faith is involved, and yet faith is not involved sometimes. And sometimes people just don't get what they want. The other thing I think about with faith is that the Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. This is in Hebrews 11, 6, because those who come to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. 
And faith is definitely required for salvation. In John 3, it talks about how those who believe are not condemned. And those who are not who do not believe stand condemned already. Because they have not believed in the one and only Son of God. And yet, I've known people who had great faith and who sought for God and never really experienced what they wanted to experience from him. I have a haunting memory of a man sharing his testimony about how he's heard all his life of people having these experiences with God, but he's never really had an experience. And one time he spent like an entire day away at the beach looking for an experience with God and and just came home having never found that experience he was looking for. And so we're in this place, once again, guys, of tension. I feel like we end up here every single week where we say on one hand, the Bible talks about faith. It's obviously that it's important. And on the other hand, we don't always get what we want or even what seems to be promised. So what is faith? And what is our faith supposed to be in? And I think that's where the key lies. We talk about what is our faith in? So often, people who are seeking for this formula, way of getting what they want, are putting their faith in the thing they want. The focus is on this thing that I want. I want healing. I have faith that this healing can happen. I believe this healing can happen. I have enough faith. I know that God could heal. And the faith, the focus of that faith is the desired outcome. The definition of faith, even just in the secular dictionary, is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Complete trust or confidence in someone. It doesn't say anything about your circumstances that come or don't come. And then Hebrews 11.1. 1. This is the Net Bible, which I'm kind of obsessed with right now. It's an online Bible that's free for anybody. You can go to netbible.org. Amazing. Tons of resources, especially if you use your computer. Just gobs of resources. But I love it so much that I want a paper copy. So like, that's my new goal in life is to get myself a net Bible with a paper copy. But the net Bible says, faith is being sure of what we hope for, being convinced of what we do not see. And so here's our conundrum again, guys, because it is, it says without faith, it's impossible to please God because those who come to him must believe that he exists. And so there is this element that we will never experience the things that God wants to give us if we don't have faith. We must have that confidence in what we do not see. The thing that doesn't make any sense because you're like, you don't see this. You've never experienced this. You never talked to Jesus with your physical voice. You never heard him with your physical ears. Like, how do you even know this is real? We're just supposed to read some old book and believe it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bizarre when you think about it that way. And yet without faith, we will never experience the kingdom. Guys, I've said many times, and I even said it before on the beginning of this podcast, but the Bible is full of reminders of who God is. But it is not quite the book of promises that people like to say it is. Because like I said earlier, not every verse can be ripped out of context and claimed personally. And the Bible is not a book of formulas or spells that we can use to twist God's arm and get what we want. But the Bible is a story. It's the story of a God who loved us enough to make us in the first place, who pursued us when we turned away from him, who loved us enough to become one of us, 
live with us, die for us, conquer sin and death once for all, and rise from the dead, and then promise to come back and get us. It's the story of a God who wants to restore our relationship with himself, who has given us his son, his very spirit, and he wants us to be with him. And the key to everything is faith. Trust, belief, that confident assurance of things that we do not see. And that's crazy. I mean, that's like mystical and magic and like wackadoodle. And yet, it's the truest truth I've ever experienced. It's the biggest reality I've ever known. Even though I can't really see any of it with my physical eyes. Our faith will never get us all the comfort and happiness that we desire here on earth. We will still face doubt, confusion, pain, loss, sorrow, loneliness, every brokenness on this earth, we will still face, despite the most amazing faith we could ever have. It's not magic. But faith connects us to something bigger, something more, to this new reality, to this spiritual relationship with our Father God, with His Son, and with His Spirit. Faith opens our spiritual eyes. It enables the restoration process to begin. It sends light into the darkness of our hearts. Guys, faith is the key to everything. And yet it's nothing like we've been told and we say just have faith. Because that is so shallow and it's so meaningless. What is that even supposed to mean? It means nothing. And yet when I can remind you of the reality of who God is, what he has done already for us and what he wants to do, when I can remind you that it's not about the comforts, the ease of this world, the pain and suffering is just a part of it, just is. And yet I can remind you and myself that the spiritual reality is bigger and more than that, that this world is a blip in the face of eternity, that our life has just begun. This is just the beginning of what we get to experience because of Jesus through our faith in him. Guys, growing our faith in the real Jesus, it opens the doors of the kingdom to this new reality, upside down, backwards, inside out, crazy kingdom of Jesus Christ. Without faith, it's impossible. Doubt, pride, it will limit us. They will keep us in a fake cage. It doesn't really exist, but we're stuck there because we just are stuck. But we can let go and in humility cry out, I believe, help my unbelief. Guys, we are connected to God. And like I've said before, that connection is going to look different for every person. Do not think that because my connection with God is emotional and I can feel him and I can listen to his whisper of his voice, it's going to be like that for everybody. God will meet you in exactly the way you need to be met right in the middle of your personality, right in the middle of your desires and your needs. That's where he will meet you. He will be to you exactly what you need him to be. And faith will open your eyes to see him. And so I would encourage you, if you can, get into the word. Get into scripture. Read about Jesus. 
Read about how crazy amazing he was. Dig into the culture of the time so you can really understand the things that he said and did. He was a radical. He was so against the culture, the norms, the religiosity of the day. He just did his own beautiful thing. And he showed us God. Put your faith, even that tiny, tiny bit that you have, in the amazing person of Jesus Christ. And let his spirit begin the work in your heart of restoration. It's not about your behavior. It is not about being a good person. It's not about getting things right. Nope, not at all. Because we are all a broken mess and Jesus knows it and he doesn't care. He came to restore you, just as broken and messy as you are. That's where he loves you. He adores you. And that's where he wants you. And if you can have faith in that, faith in the love of God for you, faith in the reality of God, faith in the fact that he wants you, that he is reaching out for you, that's where this whole thing starts. That's where the kingdom opens. That's where the new reality begins. And so guys, I know some of you have been through just awful junk with religion and Christianity and Christians and church people, maybe Christian cults like me. I don't know. And I hate it and I'm sorry. But I want you to know that Jesus is not those things. Jesus is more. They took Jesus and they turned him into this fake version of who he was, but that's not who he is. He is so much more. And I pray with all of my heart that you will find him. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.